The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to Hoopball DFS Today. I am Andrew Hansen, joined by Andy Gallagher. We are covering the Friday slate, a big 10-game slate. Andy, what do you think about that? Oh, yeah. A lot to go through, and uh, we're going to make it fun. Yeah, this is the this is a LeBron slate. I know you're a big fan of LeBron, and we've got all of his teams on here. We've got the Cavs, we've got the Heat, and we've got the Lakers. Yeah, we got the superstars out playing, so we're going to highlight those guys, try to help you see, you know, which does the play, which value guys to uh, look to, see what possibilities there are out there so you can get some value and win some uh, big games and tournaments. That's right. We, that, that's our goal, isn't it? We, we need to set a goal here, Andy. I'm thinking by the new year, you and I both need to take down a GPP. How does that sound? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And it'll be, and it's easy. Piece of cake. Just listen to this <laughs> podcast, follow the news, and it basically is going to happen. You know, just as a matter of course. Yeah. You got to let it play out. Just let it play out. Just let it happen. <laughs> that's right. You right that's our mantra. Just let it happen. Like Don't that. fight it. Don't fight it. No, no. I mean, it's like from years of doing it. Um, you you keep, have to keep yourself in the learning process. You have to keep it uh, where you're always trying to learn something new. It's sort of like when you're in the zone on the court. You don't you don't really you don't want to try too hard. In fact, you don't even really feel like you're trying. You're just in the zone. You're just draining every shot you take. Swish swish swish. That's what we're looking for. All right, just let it happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Catch and shoot. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's get into this 10-game slate. Before we do that, I want to mention that our title sponsor, of course, is Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee, Kona Coffee Company. It's been about 15, 18 hours since I've had my two cups, so i gotta, I got to dig deep here. I'm, I'm already looking forward, forward to tomorrow's cups. But you know, check out their website at hawaiianisles.com. You can also find them on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. That's how I've been placing my orders. You can also find them on Twitter at H.I. Kona Coffee. So that is a nice way to pair your morning breakfast with this podcast. I highly recommend it. And Andy, let's get into this slate. The first game of the 10-game slate, 7 o'clock tip, Atlanta traveling to Detroit why don't you tell us who you like on the piston side? Sure. Yeah, with Detroit, there is um, really a lot of value with Blake Griffin. So I will, if I can fit him in, I mean, I'm not prioritizing at this time. Um, but if I can fit him in, if there's a buy-up spot, he's going in at the price. Um, so really, then also for value, you've got the options of, um, of course, Rose and Bruce Brown at only 4,300. Um, the thing is, is these guys really are um, interchangeable as they, you know, Rose, what I understand, Rose um, starts um, probably and, and Brown comes off the bench. Really, I think the minutes are similar for both of the two guys. So you're kind of, it's another waiting game, you're kind of seeing to make sure, you know, confirm the value of the, the starting lineups. And, um, you know, I'm not really sure if one is better off on the bench or not but i think really um both of them when when they were in starting positions they are um, can can hit value so look out for those two guys as far as detroit uh, i i think i would be good with probably just those three yeah they've been sort of mixing up the starting lineups so that's certainly a good thing to look at and of course with this being a seven o'clock start you'll have that news before the slate tips off and I think those are decent prices. I agree that the primary interest for me would be Blake Griffin. 7.7 is a little bit low for his potential upside. He hasn't really hit his groove yet, but he's getting good minutes. So I think he's somebody you can look at 
if if you want to take a shot on him. Over on Atlanta's side, the news that we want to watch is Cam Cam Reddish is questionable. And anytime you analyze the Hawks, you've got to look at Trey Young. He's at 9.4. And I am primarily going to fade him on this slate. It is a 10-game slate. We've mentioned that there's a bunch of stars coming. The next game we do, we've got Bradley Beal at 9.6. I like him a little bit better. So I'm I'm primarily going to fade Trey Young. I'm going to look at two of the other lower-priced starters. DeAndre Hunter is 4.9. He just had a huge game against Milwaukee. And the last game that Detroit played, the opposing small forward was Shaquille Harrison. He had a monster game. So I'm going to look for DeAndre Hunter to go back-to-back here with nice games. I really liked how he looked against... Milwaukee, he was catching and catching, you know, he'd go with the catch and shoot right away in transition. He wasn't hesitating, more aggressive. So I like him at that price tag. And then Jabari Parker has dropped down to 6.1. And he's coming off a tough game because he was being guarded by Giannis. So I, I think this is an excellent chance for a bounce back. That price is just too low for, you know, the, the type of performances he's been having lately. What do you think, Andy, about the Hawks side? Yeah, I mean, looking at what they have out right now here real quick, uh, the only guy, the two guys basically out, John Collins and Kevin Herter. So, sure, I mean, fire up Hunter and and Parker. That's really good price. How about Trey Young? You okay fading him at, at 9.4? I'm like the, fine fading you him. You're going to fade him? Yeah. You like some of the other stars other, later? Looked at some other studs for the night. Okay, great. Well, let's head on to the next game because the next game has the highest over-under on the board right now. We're still waiting on a couple more numbers to post, but this is the Charlotte at the Washington Wizards game, and the Wizards have been involved in some shootouts lately. They, they're last in defense. Okay, They're 30th, and the Hornets are 25th, so this could be a high-scoring game. I'll let you start off with the Wizards. Who do you like on that side? Yeah. Give me one second. Sorry about that. Trying to get. Actually, you can go ahead with yours because I'm just. I'm. My computer got a little bit slow here. Yeah, sure. Let me let me start off with the Hornets. On that side, I like Rozier a little bit. He's six point two. Um, you know, he and Devontae Graham are getting consistent minutes around thirty-five minutes a game, even though they're both starting. So I like him against this Wizards backcourt of Isaiah Thomas and Ish Smith. I, I think he can really take advantage of them. And then Zeller is 4.9. He is, again, he's been a little bit inconsistent, but that's that's a pretty low price for him. You know, his minutes, you know, you just can't really count on them. So I think it's more of a tournament play. I like the idea of possibly pairing Rozier and, and Zeller. If I was just going to go with one, I might, I'm might. i going to try to get Rozier in a couple lineups. Sounds good. I was actually thinking that with Charlotte, um, you kind of have to choose to decide between Graham and Rozier. Right. I believe they have a similar price tag, so that's kind of an interesting option there, maybe um, possibly pairing with Zeller. And even well, yeah, but- Washington for a low-cost value, you could use him as needed. Okay. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about Rogier and Graham that you mentioned is Rogier is $700 cheaper than Graham. So that certainly adds to the attraction for me for sure. Rogier. Okay. Yeah, what do you got on the Wizards side? Sure. So you can try to find value with, um, if I, I'm going to try the name, if I'm sorry to botch a little bit, Hichamira. Uh, yeah. Rui. Just call him Rui. Rui. Okay. So, or, <laughs> you know, of course, Isaiah Thomas. Um, because, you know, Beal's in play if you want to use him, you know, as your superstar in a close projected game, high scoring over under. You know, that's fine. You know, you could do that. And that's that's a good call. It's a nice, uh, bold one play. And you can, like, try, you know, one of those uh, latter two with your, your value and set those guys up. Or you can use, the you know, one of those two with uh, some of the other big superstars we'll get into, you know, later on down the line here. So, um, yeah, I believe Beal is an option here. Yeah, I like Beal a lot. 
Um, he hasn't. The last two games haven't been the, the 60 point monsters that he was rolling out last week. But in this matchup, I, I I'm going to have a lot of Bradley Beal in my lineup for sure. The other value guy I like for the Wizards in this matchup is is Bertans. I mentioned him about a week ago after Mo Wagner had his his big game as a as a potential pivot, and he has responded with a couple 30 point games. So. His price has creeped up a little bit. He was back in the mid fours. Now he's at 5.2. Um, but I do like him, especially if you want to stack this game with two or three or even four players. I like him uh, matched up with Beal. Yeah, add to the stack because that's the way to go. It was just uh, one of two games, I believe, up in the higher uh, 230 point over-unders. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's funny. This is a, a strange slate in that we don't have two or three games that you really can expect to be shootouts. The over-unders are pretty pretty consistent. So um, I'm going to look to stack less on this slate than I normally would. Okay. But for any game to stack, this, this would be the first one I would look at. Cool. Next game, uh, I'm interested in this one as well. We've got Sacramento – Traveling to Brooklyn, this is a 7:30 game. I'm going to let you start with Sacramento. Yeah. So taking Sacramento, they have a lot of injuries. They're very thin in the backcourt. So we have we're down to because Fox is obviously out. We're down to Joseph if playing. Now if Joseph is out. When I was remember reading, that's a strong possibility right now. Um, so we got two guys that are line up at the point guard. That would be Yogi Ferrell and and possibly um, this is a guy I, I'm <laughs> kind of got my eye on, Justin James, to see if you know one of those guys can uh, obviously you know not even have to start, but just take over some value, some minutes, get some run. Um, I don't know exactly what to expect as far as who honestly who would win the game. But I, I'm expecting a higher um, over/under and probably close and tight. So maybe that's what we can expect for this game. So then, other than that, you know, we could also look to um, um, I gotta try to try his name here. Um, Nemanja uh, Bielitsa. Bielitsa, yes. <laughs> uh, he, he's also looking good as a value. You can plug him in there, and uh, he's pretty good all around with the stat sheet. Yeah, absolutely. He's attractive, and, and you're right. We got to follow the news on this backcourt uh, because, again, we're taping this on what is this Thursday night late, so we don't have all the news yet. If he's out, then I am quite interested in Yogi Ferrell. He's 3.5, so I don't think we need to go down to Justin James just because I think Yogi would go for 30 minutes and 3.5. You're already you're already saving a, a bunch of money there. But if if Corey Joseph plays. His price tag hasn't got quite caught up with his performance. You know, he was a, a monster on the boards for his size last time out. So 4.9 is a nice price tag on him. The other issue here is that Bogdan Bogdanovich is, is questionable with his hamstring. Um, Luke Walton let him run yeah. the entire fourth quarter in that last game. And, and Buddy Heald was sort of in the doghouse. So Buddy Heald sat for almost the entire fourth quarter. And, you know, I think that may have been why Bogdan strained it. It seemed like he strained his hamstring. Mm-hmm. He said cramp. He got cramped. So right at the end of the game. So we got to look at the, the news on Bogdan. But that's going to be big. If if Bogdan and Corey Joseph are out, then mm-hmm. I like Yogi and Buddy. I like both of them. I mean, they're just going to dominate the usage. Right. I also like Holmes at 6.3. Um, you know, we like to target the Nets centers and Allen is a little bit dinged up on the other side. So, um, it could be another, another good night for Holmes. And because of these price tags, you can, you can actually stack this game pretty heavily. You can go one of the point guards, Buddy Heald, Holmes, and on, on the other side, Kyrie Irving is out. So we got to turn to Spencer Dinwiddie. And his price has been creeping up. He's up to 7.6. But he's shown that he can go over 40 fantasy points. So in, in this matchup, I like Dinwiddie stacked with those guys from the Kings. 
Do you like Dinwiddie as well? Yeah, he's the guy that's that they, he's the main guy on the other side. All right, so there you go. We'll get some guards in that game at good prices, and hopefully that'll let us pay up for a star or two as we continue through the slate. Let's move on to the 8 o'clock grouping of games, and let's take your Miami Heat, Mr. Yeah. Southern Mr. Southern Florida. Let's take your Miami Heat up to Chicago against the Bulls. Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you start us off with the Heat? Okay. So with the Heat here, we've got to look for some guys, of course, like Kendrick Nunn. Uh, he's in starting position because let me just take a look at the injuries here, real quick. Still expecting these guys out. Still expecting Winslow. And Derek Jones Jr. to be out. So that opens up, frees up, you know, the guard positions. So you still got none in there. You still got um, Drogic comes off the be- bench. He's pretty good. Um, he, he he was lighting it up for a little while uh, last game against the Cavaliers. Um, and he can stay consistent. You know, we could uh, kind of look and compare pricing there between the two guys if you want to even. And maybe take probably um, take the lower. I'm sure that's Drogic. And then, you know, between him and none. And you can, you know, look at Bam and uh, his, his minutes are good right up up around more, you know, 30 minutes a game. Um, get you a double double easily. Get you that point extra, you know, a few point value. Um, I'm not really going to Butler because I'm pretty much approaching this slate uh, with as many stars and scrubs as I can get. And but you can also look at um, there are more guys. That you could also look at here. You could look at um, take some really, you know, real some shots. I, really, this could be. I want to see what the over under here is, but you could take some shots like in the GPPs um, with another guy like uh, Tyler Harrow. Um, he also came off very, played very well off the bench uh, last game as well. And they're probably, you know, looking at, um, you know, like a two ten over under, but they should, they have a chance, chance. To blow out the Bulls, you know, like a 10 plus, you know, point lead, you know, more so um, and handling the team even in Chicago. So I think that's a possibility of stacking them for a GPP. Yeah, they could they could certainly take care of the Bulls pretty easily. Uh, Bulls are struggling a little bit. They're five and ten heat, you know, really strong start the season at ten and three. And the, the heat are really challenging, aren't they? Because all these different guys can step up. We've seen none and and. And Dragic and Hero all have really big games. Duncan was the star last time with nine threes, but he's priced up to five thousand. I'm not going to chase those points. And Bam, I mean, he's the man, but now he's up to eight thousand, so I don't really like his price tag. Butler at eight point three, I actually, he's the one guy for me that I am interested in. He's going back to Chicago where he where he played so well for so long. So I think he'll come out he'll come out swinging, and um, you know we we know that he can he can put up 50 fantasy points. So I like his price tag at 8.3. Yeah, I mean we got different approaches, but either one can work. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, Miami anybody can stand out on any given night. So it it is hard to predict. Um, yeah. On the it's Bulls fun. side, what's that? They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah, they are. Absolutely. So on the bull side, I mentioned Shaquille Harrison earlier. He's 5,000. Last game, he got a spot start, and he put up 45.25 fantasy points. Right. He killed um, some of our lineups uh, last night. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> sure did. If if you all haven't <sighs> seen him much or know much about him, uh, he is uh, he's sort of a small forward type and he's he's left-handed, so I love that. Um, mm. And he historically has not been a very good shooter. Has never really gotten many minutes or put up big numbers. But I, I liked I, I watched some of the game. He was aggressive on the boards, very fast, and the, the three-pointer that he made it looked like a, a really sweet stroke. So mm. I am I'm willing to play him again uh, because. Chandler Hutchinson is doubtful, so as long as he gets another start, uh, I like him at, at 5K. And the only other guy I'm I'm somewhat interested in for the Bulls is is Kobe White at 
last three games, I think he he hasn't really popped, but uh, you know he's explosive. So one of these days he's gonna put up a big night again. How, how about you? Anybody you like on the Bulls? Uh for the Bulls, I would say let's wait and see about uh, what's gonna happen with um, the two guys on the report there, Porter and. Um, sorry, I just went blank for a moment. Hutchinson. Right. Yeah, I'm expecting um, Porter. Porter should be out still, and like I said, Hutchinson's doubtful. So. Okay. Uh, so we can. I think yeah. we should assume they're both going to be out. Oh, great. Yeah, I was going to just going to say then, assuming they're both out, um, I'm okay with Harrison. I, I, he's not a must play for me because I don't I don't just want to trust him after one game like that. He like I say he he killed my lineups that I. Unfortunately, had last night where the opposing um, opponents of mine, they took him, they put him in last minute, and then they sunk a lot of my lineups just because of Harrison. So, unfortunately, right. um, that happens some nights if you don't get to your lineup set in time. But, you know, that's um, that's how it goes. So, I, I don't but I don't, I don't have to play him, but he's, he's a good play, if, like I said, assuming those two guys are out. Okay. Yeah, and I think he was 3,000 in that last game. So just incredible value. 15 X. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a monster score. So now 5k price tag. So, right. Right. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to game number five. This is another eight o'clock game. The the Lakers and the thunder. This is a rematch from Wednesday. Mm -hmm. The Lakers won that one. One twelve one Oh seven. Anthony Davis had a very strong game that night. And now they've all traveled to Oklahoma City for the rematch. Who do you like for the Lakers in this one? Yeah, this is interesting because when you look at the Lakers, they have the two stars, uh, James and AD, and then everybody else is kind of like mixed up right now. You don't know who's starting um, night to night. You have to watch that. You don't know who's going to get minutes. Kyle Kuzma is only 4,300 right now. Uh, Danny Green, 4,200. So these guys are very low. Right now is the time to buy. Um, I would still pay up for James. I don't mind paying up for Davis at all. I would play them both, even in lineups. We've seen that happen the other night. In fact, um, after you and I did the podcast, we were we were you know discussing discussing between the two which one to play. Ended up, but both of them had monster games in a blowout. So. With these other scrubs, I can't trust them, like JaVale McGee and KCP. I don't care for those guys. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never been able to get KCP right. Um, <laughs> JaVale McGee won me that coach's challenge a week or so ago, so he's got oh. a special place in my heart. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, the, you know, these LeBron and AD, they're, they're really clicking. They've got the number one defense in the league. And they seem to really enjoy playing together. The other guy, I, I, I like that price on Kuzma. I agree. 4.3 is very low yeah. for him. What he is can, that? He can easily get 30 fantasy points. But Rondo, uh, we've got to keep an eye on him. He's up to 4.6. He played 27 minutes last game. He is coming off the hey bench. There. Oh. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just making sure my connection stayed on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so Rondo, he, he played 27 minutes. He's up to 4.6. Um, hmm. Just, I just want to keep an eye on him. I, I, I probably won't play him, but um, I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge. I mean, four, it's sort of just like you know, 4.6 for a guy again who can get a triple double. Um, sure. He's, he's not shooting that much, so it's, it's unlikely. Um, and, and he's not rebounding quite as much because of all these bigs with the Lakers, but. But that's that's in general too low for him, so um, he's somebody I would consider. But on the other side, I'll turn to the Thunder. Schroeder off the bench is 5.5, so I actually have a little bit more interest in him. And I noticed today that he actually has a higher usage number than those guys that start, CP3 and, and Shea and Gallo, because when he comes off the bench, he's, he's often running the show. So I like him at 5.5. He's actually probably my favorite play in this game. I'm talking about Gallinari? Uh, Schroeder. Ga- Gallo is is 6.1. Um, oh, Schroeder. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Schroeder. Okay. Yeah, Jenny Schroeder. Yeah. So I, li- I like him at 5.5. Uh, 
Gallo is a decent price at 6.1, but it, but it is a tough matchup. Um, so for me, it's primarily going to be Schroeder. Okay. Works for me. I mean, I hadn't really thought about him. I, I looked at this, you know, starting lineup here, and I, I, I suppose, you know, those guys are good values like Gallinari, maybe Shea, where, we, you know, he's sometimes a good play. Yeah, and his price keeps creeping down. So uh, eventually, you know, he's he's going to be another good buy low candidate as well. Yeah, so, I mean, we could get 34 points out of him. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't argue against that at all. All right. Okay, well, halfway through the slate here, big <laughs> Friday night 10 gamer. Yeah. Um, and rocking and rolling. Next up is San Antonio traveling to Philadelphia. Both of these teams are going to be on the front end of a back-to-back. And we've got the Spurs. They're just coming off that high-scoring game against the Wizards. And it's surprising to me. They're actually 28th in defense this year, just not what you would expect from a Popovich squad. And they're 5-10. and 10. You know, when we do daily fantasy, sometimes you just get lost in the minutia of one player, one team, one game, one night. And you forget to look at the big picture, but that's that's also surprising to me. I mean, they really got to get going here if they want to stay within striking distance in, of the playoffs out west. And we know that the Spurs yeah. haven't missed the playoffs for more than two decades. It could be approaching the end of the run here. This could be it. So, and yeah. and, and Pop is certainly not going to want to go to five and eleven facing off against one of his proteges, Brett yeah. Brown. So, the Spurs, you know. Well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you break it down. Tell, tell us about the Spurs. Cool. Yeah, I can't believe we're fighting over the Spurs here. <laughs> but uh, okay, no. So the, the point guard, um, Patty Mills, he's looking like a value. Um, I can't recall because I played him last night. I, I can't recall how he did, but I do remember. Yeah, he was solid. I want to say he had 16 points. I can't remember okay. the other numbers, but I, I so, think he returned value, sort of like a. Five or six X. Okay, so he's possible. We just got to check his um, score, obviously, before making your lineups. But um, then with um, Podal, this other guy, now he started. I'm not sure exactly why he started last game. Uh, but he played, and he got okay results, even uh, better than Mills. Now he put up about 23 um, DraftKings points. Yeah, what they did was they just they put Trey Lyles on the bench and they just brought Pearl into the starting lineup. That's so right. It's just a classic pop move. I mean, Pearl has started in years past, so it's not a huge surprise, but he he had been coming off the bench. And so this is just one of those prime examples of why it's so hard to trust anything associated with the Spurs and fantasy, True. especially on the front end of a back-to-back. But, yeah. you know, you got to just do your best. So I mean, you know, Aldridge and DeRozan, they're they're just not. I'm not feeling them as far as what they've done so far this year. That body of work is not really. um, They're not really putting together so far, unless the price is really. So no, no need to really go there, um, other than looking to find the value with maybe um, Mills, Portal, or the other. they got Murray, and what's the other point guard there? And White, and so that's the thing. White, Derek White is questionable. So if he comes back, then that's just going to mix up the, the backcourt entirely. And we'll see Patty Mills go back to the bench most likely. And yeah. I was right that Patty Mills had 16 points last game, but I'm just looking at actually his price was 4000 And so he actually okay. returned like 7.5x. So yeah. he's he's been priced up now to 51 so, oh, so he's out as attractive. Yeah. <laughs> DeRozan, I have some interest in DeRozan at 7.7. That's, you know, it's a little bit low for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like Jimmy Butler a little bit more than that price range so, at 8.3. So DeRozan is less than Aldridge, right? Well, let's see. I got to pull up Aldridge's price. Yeah, I could find it here too. Let's see. Aldridge is 
Oh, he's seven thousand. So Aldridge is cheaper. Yeah, but, I would just I, if I was playing one of these, I would just go with that, the cheaper one, um, just because they're projected to actually be at the same thirty thirty one points. Um, sorry, that was FanDuel. No, DraftKings are projected at 31, 32 points. Yeah, you get some savings there with with the Marcus, and he should get he should get big minutes against this big 76ers squad. The only news on that side is Josh Richardson questionable, Trey Burke also questionable. As for the starting crew over there, Embiid is 9.3. With this being the first game of a back-to-back. I'm just not quite interested in Embiid as much as I normally would. That is a that is a very good price for him. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I, I might I may take your approach and just go with the cost cost savings in terms of the starters. Maybe this is a Tobias Harris night. He's only six point two, and he can he can go over forty fantasy points. So I, I kind of like Tobias Harris in this sure. one. Yeah, he can get he can get up there. Um, the other guy was kind of curious about i don't know as his name is burkan Korkma, Korkmaz. right um let me see how much he was here but uh Korkmaz, if you can get enough minutes that's the problem of course off the bench it's just another value option possibly for philly let me see yeah he's been he's been kind of he's been in the starting lineup a little bit Getting decent minutes off the bench. He's only 3.8, so okay. he's, he's one of the value plays for a guy that might get, yeah, you know, that might might get more than 20 minutes. Yeah, so we can look at uh, just a possible ability. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, nice to mix in a couple potential value plays here. We haven't. I don't think we've mentioned anybody under 4,000 yet. So there's a guy to keep an eye on, especially if if Josh Richardson is out. And, and Trey Burke, if exactly. they're both if they're both out, I like him even more. Yeah, because we, we're not getting we're not we don't have a whole for this larger slate. We don't have, you know not a whole lot of guys that are out, but we could have enough to where we can play around for you know with a few options like this. Absolutely. I mean, we've had injuries every night, back to back injuries, injuries. You know, even even tonight with just the four games, unbelievable amount. Of, like with you know New Orleans and um, the other teams going on, just a lot of injuries, but. Um, you know, we'll have some. Yeah, we'll get some news. Absolutely. That, and then we'll get somebody under 4K that we can add to that list for sure. So, all right, next game on the list is we're going down to Texas. We got the Cavs and Mavs. Mm-hmm. And Luca has just been off the charts. But yes. you being a big Cavs fan, we're gonna <laughs> let you we're gonna let you dissect the Cavaliers and figure out if there's anybody who can slow down Luca. Yeah, well, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> they, just, they just might as well let him run off and do his thing. So there's no guard that's going to match up against that big, bulky frame of his and, and going off and just draining trays everywhere. No. So <laughs> what you got to look at is um, taking advantage um, with the big guys, of course, for the Cavaliers. Um, Tristan Thompson should be back. Um, I think it's a good matchup with him like against Powell. Um, so I'm, I really am looking at that as one of the best value picks of the night. Um, so I will look there. If not, for some reason, uh, we could look to, if he's out, actually, I, I don't know if he would be, um, then we can go right back to Nance. So that's fine there. I just was looking up the prices real quick. If I had noted there. Yeah. But, Tristan uh, Thompson's only 5.7. Yeah. So Nance, even less, of course, probably, I'm sure in a 4k range. So we can sure go there. I'm not going with any of the guards. I'm pretty much just staying with those two. I don't want to bring in Zizek anymore. I think he's pretty much out. We don't need to consider him. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you completely. Um, these two teams played uh, five or six games ago. Tristan Thompson had a very strong game. He had 39.5 fantasy points. And Kevin Love also had a good game that day. But he's 7.8, so I want to save the money here. Go with Tristan Thompson at 5.7. And they did price up Nance after that good game. He's up to 5.5, but that was probably just in case he was going to be starting. So with him back on the bench, I agree. We can can forget about him on this slate. Go go with Tristan Thompson. Then over on the math side, I mean, there's only one guy that I really want to talk about. It's Luca. 
Mm-hmm. Three out of three out of the last four games, he's had over 74 fantasy points. He is just in the zone. I mean, talk about letting it happen. Um, yeah. You know, if he if he were playing da- daily fantasy, he would have won GPPs yeah. like three out of the last oh. four nights. He had last night um, 50 points at halftime. DraftKings points, 50 points at halftime. Yeah, he went 22 five and five in the first quarter. He he outplayed Golden State single handedly. It was absurd. Yeah, it was embarrassing for them. <laughs> yeah, so, they, it was hey, embarrassing. They didn't have Draymond, and, and then they were just a mess. But <laughs> Luka was anything but a mess. And he also played well in this matchup uh, when they played in Cleveland. He had 73.5 fantasy points. So really no reason to expect oh. him to slow down. Um, so the only thing is now he's 11.4. So they finally put him up. In the LeBron stratosphere, LeBron is 11.3 on this slate, Luka 11.4. And I have a feeling for the rest of the season, this is one of the big decisions we're going to have to make, Luka or LeBron. The two guys who have been sort of batting back and forth, you know, winning the headlines with the triple doubles so far and, you know, leading their teams to excellent starts. Or maybe we can get them both in. Yeah, could be. Could be, you know, yeah. depending on, on what value opens up. Um, I, I would lean towards Luca on this slate if I was just going to play one of them. And I, I don't think I'm going to mess with anybody else on, on the Mavericks. Anybody uh, else that uh, you're looking at? Hardaway Jr. Yeah, he had a nice game last time out. He had 20 points. But. Yeah. Um, Salary just, went up, though. Yeah. just 10K. No, not 10K. Uh, Hardaway, yeah, Hardaway's up to 4.5. Um, yeah. that's, well, that's a good price for him. Up 10, 10K, 3, 3.5 to 4.5, I believe. Okay, so he went up 1,000, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got the potential for sure. So I, I don't but mind that risky. play at all. Yes, risky indeed. So all of our listeners know hopefully what to do with that. <laughs> GPP only. <laughs> yeah. All right. Game number eight is out in Utah. Golden State is coming into town with their three and thirteen record, their 29th ranked def- ranked defense, mm-hmm. and they have to go up against the second ranked defense, the Utah Jazz. They're nine and five, looking to protect home court. Mm. Who do you like if? Who do you like on on the Utah side? We know they're we 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 can expect they're going to win easily. Who do you yeah. like to stand out for them? Well, once again, it's just because of my build and my approach, stars and scrubs type approach for the night. Um, I I'm not going with the overpriced guys like Mitchell Gobert. So we're perhaps looking for another blowout because Golden State is just playing that awful basketball right now so i'm looking really just down the line to the price value uh we got royce o'neill 4k value um possibly i believe he's a starter and so then we got ingles off the bench for more run uh so especially if it gets more out of hand more so you know you get some guys off the bench to start getting some run um and you could include ingles and as well as um Emmanuel Mute, uh, sorry, Mudai for more run as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ingles and Mudiay, those prices are pretty low. I mean, you know, Mudiay again, if he gets enough run, he can certainly he can certainly return value for you. It's not very exciting. Um, and then Ingles, you know, he's just been his price has really been dropping, and I can't quite figure out what's going on with him. I mean. He's used to coming off the bench, but he's just he's mm-hmm. just not he just doesn't have it together this year. So um, I am I'm going to fade Utah entirely because I think I agree with you. Those stars are just a little bit overpriced since we, we don't know how many minutes they're going to play. And the only guy I might have some interest in on Golden State is Draymond. He's five point eight. He didn't play in that massacre against the Mavs. Yeah with a, a heel issue. So if he comes back, 5.8 is just far too cheap for Draymond. And interestingly, 
the other Golden State guys, they really got priced up on this slate. You know, even though they got trounced, I, I, I don't really I'm not really uh, attracted to the prices on Bowman and Pascal and Burks. All these guys got priced up. So I, I'm only looking at Draymond on the Golden State side. How about you? Sure. I mean, I'm honestly fading the whole team. I don't like how anything's looking there right now. Yeah, I can't blame you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Steve I mean, Kerr. I mean, get the point guard one. If I mean, I heard kind of that Draymond could still be out. So, Bowman right. could get full time type point guard run. Yeah, we'd like it, but he, you know, he's five point two. So, yeah, it's, it's harder and harder for him to hit value, especially against that tough Jazz defense. So, I mean, Steve Kerr is just in a world of hurt up there. You got you got to feel for him. Yeah. So. All right, well, let's let's stay out on the West Coast there and actually come back a little bit towards the East. Let's go to Denver. Yep. We've got a, a 9 o'clock tip with the Celtics against the Nuggets, two teams that are in top 10 in defensive efficiency. Why don't you start off with the home squad out there, the Nuggets? Who do you like there? Sure. Well, they're home favorite in the altitude, so that's a worry for Boston. So maybe um, – Denver can wear them down a bit here. So with Denver, though, what I was looking at was uh, Barton. Uh, as he can he can put up some consistent numbers at times, but he's kind of hard to trust um, sometimes here. Let me take a better look. Let's see here. He's at 6.2K. Yeah. I mean, he'll get you over 30 minutes. He can get you around six rebounds 12 points um so i mean decent i don't know if i would run with Jokic or murray or even Millsap really um unless i drop down and price i'm sure here to gary harris i could i could use him um good minutes as well um maybe can hit yeah he can he has good peripherals i mean not that i not that i'm trying to go for this team but these are just some, I guess, fill-in options if, if you want to buy up or, or spend down somewhere. Yeah, I mean, all those guys are, are you know, very good players. Um, Denver's at 10-3, and three, excellent season last year. They're, they're starting to find the rhythm a little bit. They had that huge offensive out, outburst against the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I, do expect this, I do expect this to be a little bit lower scoring. And I would expect it to be a close game. I think that's the benefit. Last year when these teams matched up in Denver, it went down to the buzzer. So we we should get those normal allotment of minutes for the starters. I just don't I just don't really like the price tag. You know, nobody's really jumping off the page for me. Jokic at eight point six, you know, the guy the guy who can get a triple double, you, you like that potential. But again, I like these I like these wing players better in that price range on this slate. So I, I'm actually not probably not going to play any of the Nuggets on the Celtics side. What an exciting game that was they had against the Clippers last night, going to overtime, and Daniel Tice just really came out and and played big, you know, with the national spotlight on him. And for some reason, he's only a 4.9, so he's the he's the one guy on the Celtics side who I think is still going to give us value. Uh, I think he's going to be working hard out there against Jokic, and he'll be involved in um, just his his form, his recent form. I, I like it, 4.9K. I like Tice. How about you? Mm. Not sure. I mean, I, if he would get the minutes. We also got Ernest Cantor. I think those two are going for the same minutes, basically, so I don't really trust it. Yeah, you know, they, throughout the year, um, Tice typically hasn't gone over 24 minutes. Cantor's been, you know, oftentimes around that 24-minute mark, and lately he's been split, splitting the backup minutes with Robert Williams III. So I agree. It's not like we can, you know, guarantee that Tice is going to get over 30 minutes. But Brad Stevens really showed his faith in him last time out, you know, playing him well over 30 minutes and, and in overtime. So, um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. How about anybody else for the Celtics? Any of those perimeter players attractive to you on this slate? 
No, really not. I, I, I can pass on that because I think they can kind of Denver can kind of wear them down. And I mean, like I said, the game can be close, but low scoring. So, I mean, it's good if you get a shot for overtime, but that's pretty much tournament type play. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Jalen Brown is 6.8 and Tatum is 7.5. So, um, yeah, with the Nuggets defense, you know, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm planning to fade this game other than Tice. All right. Well, the last game on this slate, my friend, mm-hmm. is is an interesting matchup. We've got the explosive Rockets traveling to Staples Center to take on the Clippers. And Clippers finally have everyone now. We saw that against the Celtics. Yeah. And now they've got to deal with Houston coming to town. Uh, projected to be a close game. Who do you like for the Clippers? Yeah, well, this is um, pretty good because with the Clippers, um, you kind of got to go Lou if that option is there. If you're building out your lineup and you find that, you know, you got to come down to like a guard, like a swingman position, you can, um, or shooting guard, look at Lou. But then if, if confirming, of course, Kawhi is playing, um, you, you can get a lot of value with him maybe over Harden just because of how much of a price drop he is. I believe like two over 2K price drop between the two. Now, if you were stacking the game, you really like the game, um, which I do as well. Although um, Vegas has got this line here, not really so uh, – well, it's decent, 226.5 over under um, with the Clippers favored by maybe four points. So it will be a good game, entertaining, tight game. So, but as far as the actual plays are concerned here, um, I also got no problem playing uh, Paul George as his minutes has really shot up well over 30. So, um, really, these are you just got every level of pay down option from the superstar with Kawhi pay down option off of um, Harden, or for, for some reason you stacked the game, you played uh, Harden and Kawhi. You could also throw George in there as well because, like I said, he's um, he's really bumped up. And then, of course, you got Lou into consideration. Yeah, you're right. There, there's sort of these these different tiers uh, of pricing on this game. And it's going to be something we really want to pay close attention to here in the coming weeks with the Clippers. Now that they've got everybody back, you know, how is it going to shake out in terms of the usage and so far, Paul George has just been amazing, you know, with his efficiency and his his points per minute. And I'm a little a little bit surprised that he is that much cheaper than Kawhi. You know, yeah. Paul, just that 8.1 price tag just jumps out for Paul George compared to Kawhi at 9.5. And then you're right. I mean, Lou Williams is still attractive at 6.6. And you know, looking back, these these team these two teams did play early in the season. I'm a little bit surprised. It was low scoring. It was 102 to 93. Houston won that one at home. Paul George did not play in that one. Mm. And some of these other guys that have really been standing out lately didn't do too much in that game. You know, for example, Pat Beverly was was terrific against the Celtics. He had that career game, but he didn't do too much against the Rockets last time. I think he was focusing a lot of his efforts on the defensive end. And uh, Montrez Harrell played big minutes, but he didn't do much dealing with Capella. Um, you know, Harden, Harden had an excellent game, but he's priced at 11.7. So... Um, it, it is tough because this is such an attractive game. I think this one for me might just be more of a game that's more entertaining to watch than to actually get too many players out of the, out of this game. Um, okay. You know, you can, you can never go wrong with Harden at 11.7 and, and, and Westbrook at 8.4, you know, that that's attractive as well. But like I said, he didn't do too much in, in the last matchup either. Cause he was dealing with, um, Beverly's defense. Yeah. Um, the only other news on on the Rocket side is that House is questionable. Uh, you know, so we got to keep an eye on that. He's really hit value lately. Any anybody you like on the Houston side? Yeah, I was thinking uh, when he if House is out, when Macklemore he gets um, thirty plus minutes, he showed us several games back that when he actually um, 
gave 30 plus minutes in the game. He scored 26 and 31 points collectively. Um, so, you know, he could easily hit value at only 3,900 tomorrow night. Yeah, that's right. He had that big game against Minnesota, I believe it was. And now he's back. He was over 4K. Now he's back to 3.9. So there's another three $3,000 guy that we've found uncovered. If, if, if House is out, I agree. He's more attractive if we get confirmation that House is out. Absolutely. And, you know, just as a, maybe a fun thing, uh, if, if betting the game, I would probably take the over. Um, Clippers are favored by eight points. So I don't know if that's too high. I mean, I would probably take the take Houston on that side. Oh, really? I thought I saw minus four for the Clippers. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at something else that shows projected scores, but that's not the official scores. My bad. The official. Let's see. You're probably right here because it's such an interesting game. You're right, four and a half Clippers. Okay, so it moved from four up to four and a half. So you, so actually, the way to go would be to go over to go uh, over four and a half, maybe for the Clippers. <laughs> All right, so you like basically you like him in that to win by between four and eight. That's what you're telling yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right, well that's that's the ten game slate. Mr. Gallagher, any final thoughts here as we get set to build our lineups for Friday night? That covers everything, Mr. Hansen. All right. Well, before we go, let's uh, let's thank our our title sponsor again, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Let's let's give out some Twitter information so we can share okay. whatever news we we come across. They can find Andy. They can find you at Drew J Gallagher, correct? Correct. All right. You all can find me at Language Olympic. Be sure to follow Mr. Micah Patria, M I K E A P O T R I A. Follow the coach, J O E S A R V A D I. He's certainly going to be watching Luca put up another triple double against the Cavs on this Friday night. And follow Miles at Miles6565. And again, the the final thought here is just let it happen. We're gonna we're gonna take down some GPPs by the end of the calendar year. So just listen to the podcast, follow the final news at Hoopball Fantasy, and let it happen. All right, yeah, just follow the news at the end, all the way down the wire. You know, it's nice that on focusing on DraftKings again, that we're able to switch out guys as these time slots um, come closer to tip off. So we can do that uh, as long as you're keeping up with that as well. That's right. Keep following the news throughout the night. And that'll do it for tonight. Uh, For Andy Gallagher, I am Andrew Hansen. Thank you again for joining us on HoopBall DFS today. Be sure to tune in on Saturday, and our guys will hit the Saturday slate as well. So thank you for joining us, and have a good Friday, everybody. All right. Good night. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.